This podcast is brought to you by Healthy Dog Tool. Healthy Dog Tool is available for free to any caring dog lover, which I'm sure is you. If you want to keep your dog healthy and if you're looking for a solution to your best friend's health challenges, Healthy Dog Tool will help you custom select relevant articles, courses, learning and supplements that are best suited for your dog. Veterinary care is expensive and learning how to prevent problems or treat them naturally without drugs and undesirable side effects is the best way to go. All you need to do is to go to healthydogtool.com to test it out. Hello, my dog lovers and other folks. I'm Dr. Peter Tobias, and you're listening to Not Just About Dogs. Today, my plan is to talk about Giardia and treatment and prevention of this parasite. It is common in dogs and people, and I find that people often are worried about it more than they need to. And today, I'd like to give you a little bit of an insight into the Western treatment and approach, and also a little more holistic and natural approach to treating this parasite. So how bad is Giardia for your dog and yourself? Now, I'm a veterinarian, so I will focus today mainly on dogs. However, the basic principles of what I'm going to tell you today apply to pretty much any animal, whether it's canine, human, and other animals. I will confess that the reason why I decided to record this podcast is my little dog, Pax. Uh, He drinks from puddles, creeks, and rivers. And despite his humanly impossible indiscretions, he almost never gets diarrhea. And if he does, all it takes is a pile of drugs to get him better. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I trust that you know that I'm joking right now. In fact, all I would have to do is to take him through a couple of days of my diarrhea protocol which is on my website and you can search for it. The principle of this protocol is really simple. You fast your dog for 12 to 24 hours and then you give either vegetable or chicken or some sort of other meat broth mushed together with cooked squash or pumpkin and you give these meals maybe once or twice um, in a 12 or 24 hour span and then you can go back to the regular meat. Anyway, if you want more detail on this protocol, you can go to my website at peterdobias.com and search for it. So what is Giardia? Giardia is a tiny flagellate, a microorganism equipped with a little tail that propels it around. The word flagellate is very appropriate considering that they wave their flag to move from place to place. There are two forms of Giardia. The cyst, which can be seen as a little capsule that helps the species survive the inhospitable environment outside of the bowel, and then the trophozoite, which is the mature stage that is more fragile, and it usually causes small bowel diarrhea and digestion difficulties in dogs, human, and other animals. Now, if you're interested in seeing the pictures, you can go again to my website and search for the blog on Giardia, which will give you a visual. You can obviously go on Google and search for a picture of Giardia too. Anyway, The next question that I'd like to answer is if Giardia can be transferred from dogs to humans and vice versa. The most recent research suggests that transfer Giardia between humans and dogs is not very common, which is great news. This means that your dog can enjoy drinking from creeks and puddles 
or going into bushes or eating whatever they like to eat. And you're unlikely to get Giardia from your dog. Now, how bad is Giardia for dogs? Similar to many other intestinal parasites, Giardia is an opportunist, meaning that it will start multiplying and causing problems in a compromised gut that is unhealthy, inflamed, weakened, or leaky. In fact, Giardia can be found in about one-third of dogs without causing any problems. Those dogs are symptom-free. So, what makes your dog's gut more susceptible to the diarrhea and Giardia in the full form of all of the symptoms? The number one predisposing factor is kibble and processed food in general. Such food usually sits on shelves for months or years and becomes rancid before it's fed to dogs. Almost all dogs fed processed food have some sort of form of gut inflammation or weakened intestinal flora. And this is something that I've learned in the course of 30 years of practice. My goal is not to make you feel bad if you do feed uh, kibble. My goal is to inform you that if you do, that it will make your dog more predisposed to acute symptoms of Giardia and other issues with intestinal parasites. There is another problem with um, processed food, and that is food preservatives that are designed to prevent bacterial decay of food. They definitely do that, but they also have a negative effect on the microbiome. If something is supposed to suppress bacteria, obviously it does it in the bag, but also it does it in the intestinal tract. Dogs with an inflamed and injured lumbar spine are also predisposed to weaker gut and diarrhea, including Giardia infection. I often talk about the connection of lumbar spine and the intestinal tract, and you can find details on my website if you search for the blog on diarrhea. So what happens when Giardia settles in the gut in high numbers? Well, first, let me emphasize that finding Giardia in a dog that has no symptoms of diarrhea is common and it does not require any treatment. However, if Giardia settles in a weaker gut and multiplies in high numbers, it will flatten the intestinal villi, the very fine mesh-like structures of the gut lining that are responsible for nutrient absorption. This can lead to diarrhea, altered nutrient absorption, electrolyte loss, and dehydration. So how is Giardia diagnosed? The easiest way to diagnose the parasite is via so-called flotation test, which uses zinc sulfate solution. The solution makes the trophozoites flow to the surface of the test tube and the top layer is then examined under a microscope. However, the parasite is often missed or mistaken for other artifacts such as pollen or other material. Plus, as I mentioned before, the presence of Giardia doesn't necessarily mean that there is a symptom-inducing infection. Another test that can be done is an immunofluorescent assay, which is a good method to detect hidden dormant forms of the pathogen. There is other tests, and one of them is called wet mount, which is a fancy term for testing the fecal sample by mixing it in water similar to when kids play cooks on the playground. Basically mix, shake, and pop the poop under the microscope and look for the parasite. I wanted you to remember that A, positive test does not mean a disease. B, negative test does not rule out a disease. Now, the next question that I'd like to answer is if antibiotics and antiparasitic treatment will 
eliminate the parasite. It may surprise you that the general consensus is that drugs used for treatment of Giardia do not eliminate the parasite and often cause counterproductive side effects. For example, metronidazole is still the most commonly used drug to treat diarrhea and Giardia, despite the fact that it causes side effects such as diarrhea, decreased immune function, and long-term disturbances of the intestinal microbiome. Metronidazole use is one of the examples of um, what is happening in medicine very often. Uh, usually a treatment is established and then everyone uses it and after a while it just becomes automated and many people do not ask if the medication that we use is actually good for our patient, which is obviously a problem. Fenbendazole is another antiparasitic drug that is often used for treatment of Giardia. However, it has negative effect on the liver, it can cause gastrointestinal symptoms such as diarrhea, and it can also cause bone marrow suppression, so it is not without side effects. And I want to remind everyone that side effects are, in fact, the effects of the drugs that are put in a separate category to make them separate, but they still happen, and they are the real effects of drugs. Some people think that when something is marked as a side effect, um, it never happens. Uh, it's like saying when you smoke cigarettes, you never get cancer. It's the other people who get it. But unfortunately, the chemical effects of substances that are foreign to the body are varied and sometimes unpredictable, especially when many drugs are mixed together. So just keep it in mind that it's always better if you can create health an optimal state of being without drugs than with drugs. I often see dogs being put on two or three courses of antibiotics without them having any symptoms uh, with the unreasonable goal of eliminating the parasite. Many of these efforts fail and cause more damage when using very potent yet not very effective drugs such as metronidazole or fenbendazole. I repeat, antibiotics are usually not the good route to eliminate the parasite, and healthy gut and immune system keeps Giardia in check. If your dog has been diagnosed with Giardia and has no symptoms, do not use antibiotics right away and optimize their diet based on the recommendations I will give you in a few moments. B, if your dog has been diagnosed with Giardia and has symptoms, again, optimize their diet based on the recommendations that I'll give you, and use medication as the very last resort. C, if your dog has no symptoms, no Giardia, and you want to prevent it, it is still important to optimize the diet and use canine-specific probiotics and feel-good omega-3 fatty acids. I will explain why. But before I do so, remember, if there are no symptoms, annual Giardia screening is not needed. It is not necessary. And if your dog is positive for Giardia and there are no symptoms, once again, you do not need to treat with antibiotics that cause sometimes more problems than the parasite itself if it is controlled by the healthy gut and healthy immune system. So now I would like to give you three-step natural treatment protocol for Giardia in dogs. Step number one, switch to a raw or cooked diet. This means that your dog should not eat anything that it would not eat in the wild. Any processed corn, wheat, or other grain, processed food of any kind, food that is chemically preserved, or 
food that would compromise the gut. Even if a particular food is made of species-appropriate ingredients, but it is processed, baked, or dehydrated, it may cause sufficient strain on the digestive tract for the diarrhea to happen. I know processed food is convenient. I know it is sometimes less costly, but not switching to natural, raw, or home-cooked diet when your dog suffers from Giardia-related diarrhea is like complaining that you're getting flat tires when your garage is covered with nails. I am not surprised if you're feeding kibble because the industry has been brainwashing people for five plus more decades, even longer. And I know that many of my colleagues still believe that processed food that sits on the shelf for months and sometimes years is actually better than wholesome, fresh or cooked diet. But we know better. I've been feeding raw food for the last 25 years and there is no doubt in my mind that natural fresh food is better than processed food. And human doctors have accepted this as a fact, while the veterinary industry is still struggling with this very common sense opinion. Step number two, if you switch to either raw or cooked homemade diet and your dog has currently diarrhea, what you need to do is to take your dog through what I call the diarrhea protocol. Fast your dog for 24 to 48 hours. Dogs can easily fast for seven days without any problems, so you don't need to worry about doing this. Now, after 24 to 48 hours, you can introduce pureed squash, cooked squash or pumpkin mixed with uh, low-fat meat broth, either chicken or beef, whatever your dog prefers or what you have at home. And you give this meal, this blend, this puree for the first two meals and then switch back to regular cooked or raw diet. Now, it's important to know that rice is not ideal for dogs with diarrhea. And the reason is that rice is high in starch and it affects the microbiome in a negative way because it's very starchy and that may actually cause proliferation or increase in the numbers of Giardia. Rice also contains high amount of arsenic because it's grown in industrial polluted waters of Asia. And I've seen dogs that have rice-based diet often have high amounts of arsenic. Now, step number three, there is a Giardia supplement protocol that I have been using for many years with good success. Over the years, I have uh, experienced many different product lines and supplements and came to a realization that it's always better to source them and formulate them myself because I know what they do and what the quality of the ingredients is and I can test them and I can feel reassured that, uh, that they're good quality. Now, the first product in the Giardia supplement protocol is Feel Good Omega, which is a sustainable omega-3 oil that is the key to reducing inflammation and powering the enterocytes, the cells that make up the lining of the intestines. The second supplement in the Giardia supplement protocol is Gutsense, a dog-specific prebiotic, probiotic, and digestive support. Initially, I give a double dose for the first four weeks if your dog has chronic problems, and then I go to the regular dose. Note that studies have shown that asymptomatic Giardia caries have a different microbiomes from the dogs that are symptomatic, meaning that healthy microbiome is super important to prevent clinical Giardia, Giardia that shows with symptoms. The third supplement is cinnamon, and it may surprise you that I've added cinnamon, but it does have clinically significant effect on Giardia. 
I usually recommend adding about 150 milligrams per kilogram daily for the first two weeks or longer if necessary. Cinnamon can be given in one meal or divided between meals if you feed more than once per day. Now, research shows that it reduces the number of GRD assists, which is great. Now, another substance or food item that you can add is ginger, dry or fresh. And the dose should be somewhere around one eighth of a teaspoon for small dogs, one quarter of a teaspoon for medium, and one half of a teaspoon for large dogs. Ginger reduces the number of Giardia trophozoites, which is different than cinnamon that reduces the number of cysts. This supplement protocol that I just mentioned supports regeneration of the intestinal lining, it reduces inflammation, and improves immune function of the gut and the body. Just remember that the primary goal of any treatment should be to stop clinical signs of Giardia. The elimination of the parasite is not a primary goal because it is not possible in either conventional or holistic therapies to be certain that there is no Giardia. And quite often when you take dogs through treatment, they stop having clinical signs, but they still have some Giardia in the body, in the system, which, as I said, is common in one third of all dogs out there. I think that uh, the treatment of Giardia is a good example of what happens in conventional medicine. Sometimes we detect a parasite that the body has handled on its own, and we introduce drugs that are actually harmful and damaging, which causes more problems. I would like you to remember that the immune system has developed and evolved for thousands and tens of thousands of years. It is very well adjusted to the environment of bacteria, viruses, and parasites. If you have any questions about treatment of Giardia, you can always go to peterdubais.com and type in the term Giardia. And if you have any questions after that, you can always contact us through the website. And also look around because we provide all sorts of different care and services from the recipe maker that is for free and will help you to formulate healthy and natural food for your dog to healthy dog tool and courses on how to keep your dog healthy and happy for many years to come. And if you're not subscribed, you can always do so because I publish a weekly newsletter with interesting and important information on dog health and now human health as well, because this podcast is not just about dogs, but it's about health and well-being of dogs and their people. Thank you so much for listening and take care. Bye-bye.